Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today's the second Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for Feeling Great with Lissa and Nate. Today, they're going to make sushi with a teriyaki hemp sauce or a hemp teriyaki sauce and teach you how to wet chop. What's wet chop? I don't know. Let's find out. Please welcome Lissa and Nate of Raw Food Romance. Hello, beautiful people. Hello. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm good, but you guys are so much in love. How is that possible? Oh. <laughs> well, <it laughs> was... you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, Wait, what was that? Hold on. Dang it. What is this? What do I what do? What's that say? Reload? Uh, changes. Oh, no. Oh, Where's no. your Zoom? What's the matter? There you go. Hey. Okay. We, I don't know. We had a notification. No, something happened. It totally kicked oh, us off. There was a notification popped up or something. It okay. was on screen, though. Okay. Hopefully, it's Mercury in retrograde or whatever makes stuff happen. I know. <laughs> No, you know, technology is great, except when it doesn't work, right? And, then, you know, and we get so, and do you, are you guys old enough to remember dial-up internet? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you remember, like, it was like, like, hours and now like if things aren't instant people i mean i think tiktok makes it more like that people if anything's over 90 seconds people don't have the attention oh, yeah even over four seconds if, <laughs> if you don't have them booked in that four seconds they're gone they're out of there there's a great book about that by anna lemke what's a dopamine nation have you read that that's a good book about this dopamine nation nation. we'll have to to remember that yeah she was in the documentary i think it was on netflix about a social Oh, okay. the social dilemma? Right, yeah. social dilemma. Yeah, she, she's a psychiatrist at Stanford. Very interesting what it does to our brain, all this instant gratification. Well, we know what it does with processed food, so why would technology be any different? Right. That's or people true. find out all this information on how to do certain things, like, say, make the sushi, but they just ingest the information and don't take action, right? Yep. They just doom scroll from one page to another. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't put any implementation into their life, right? So it's like... We urge people and encourage people that if you watch this and you want to make it, take the steps, you know, like the recipes in the description and you can like buy all the stuff and make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Make it happen because that's the only way you're going to change your life. Absolutely. It's much faster. It's yeah. much faster to make it right off the recipe than laying everything out. How we have know, right? Here. We make it all pretty. Yeah. Because Lisa ain't coming to your house and make it for you. I've already asked. <laughs> Oh, you know, our plan is to have a retreat next year here in Vegas, and it'll be a raw food immersion retreat to where everybody will pick what they're going to have for the pre- the next day, make their grocery list. We'll rent a van so we can all fit in the van. We'll all go shopping together, and then everybody comes back to the place and makes the food. So we're going to teach you how to shop, <laughs> write your recipes, teach you how to shop, and then teach you how to make the food. None of it's going to be done for you. And <laughs> hopefully the hope is people will leave having the knowledge to be able to start implementing these things back home. Mm-hmm. You're going to teach people how to shop. And today you're going to teach people how to chop, specifically wet chop. What is it? Did you guys invent that? Oh, no. I, I mean, I wish we did, but <laughs> we didn't. I think, honestly, Nate had brought up that he was thinking it was um, Vitamix. Well, like, I mean, it's been around for decades. It's since 69. Yeah. So yeah. I think that it's been around for a long time, but not a lot of people know about it. Mm-hmm. They don't know that you can do this. It's a pretty cool technique because most cauliflower rice that people make for sushi 
is not quite fine enough chopped you know some chunks are a little bit bigger so it rips the nori sheet and right. it's not really like the most enjoyable in a sushi and it's not very sticky yeah it's not very sticky either so this solution is kind of a mix between food processor chopping and puree so it's kind of like in the middle there yeah and it's really really sturdy sticky and you'll see. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you can wet chop all kinds of things, onions or, you know, say like Lissa was saying, the cauliflower. Today, what we're going to wet chop is we're going to wet chop some zucchini and some carrots and ginger. And that's going to be our rice substitute. Mm -hmm. Now, is is a Vitamix required for wet chopping or are there other tools that could do it? You know, it's a great question. And any high speed blender essentially will work. Mm -hmm. Now, there is, uh, you know, those really funky blenders. Um you know, like Oster, <laughs> you know, they just don't really blend very well at all. Something like that it might be a little bit more difficult, but a Ninja, a Bullet, Blendtec, uh, yeah. any high speed, a good high speed blender uh, will work. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're really only using the blender for about three seconds. Yeah. You, we're, you'll see, I'm going to do, I'm going to move the blender here on the counter and you'll see it's just going to be a couple pulses like whoop, whoop, whoop and done. Yeah. Because if you do it too much, then it's too fine. If you don't do it enough, then it's too chunky. So we found that three seconds uh, is just perfect. And that's for our particular blender. Yeah. You know, uh, other individuals will have to kind of play with the texture they end up coming up with. Uh, maybe it's two seconds or maybe it's four seconds for them. Yeah. And the other tool that you'll need is a fine mesh metal strainer um, to be able to strain off the water once you have um, done the wet chop. Yep, and that's when we have the strainer right on top of the glass bowl to capture the water here on the counter. Mm -hmm. Cool. Hey, you know, when we learned how to make sushi in rock culinary school, we used cauliflower or rice cauliflower. At the time, they, it wasn't available already rice for you in the store. Could somebody use pre-chopped stuff or that wouldn't be such a good idea? You know, that wouldn't be a, a bad idea. Um, you know, the, the cauliflower rice that's already chopped, say maybe you get a Costco or something like that in the frozen section. I haven't um, bought a bag. Have you bought a bag of that stuff ever? No, I haven't. The frozen one would probably work better than fresh mm -hmm. because when you thaw it, it's already soft. So that would probably be a great alternative yeah. if you didn't have the time to do the wet chop. Although it takes like really, it's really, really quick. Yeah, it's fast. But that's a really great option for people if they just wanted to grab the frozen one. The fresh, I have seen um, food processed fresh cauliflower but sometimes like I mentioned the chunks might be too yeah. big and they can rip through the nori sheet and then you've got nori that's kind of falling apart and stuff. Right. but I mean everyone's got to kind of work with yep. what they have what's available to them and stuff but I like that idea of the frozen cauliflower because once it's thawed it's so soft yeah definitely yeah. What about jicama could you use like like grated jicama or rice is there such a thing as rice jicama you know, I mean, you could use the same technique that we're going to show you today, the wet chop. I mean, the grating idea is cool. Like, what if you don't have a blender? Maybe just some grated jicama or grated carrots. I would imagine that would work fine, too, because realistically, the nori could be kind of like a collie, um, a collared green. Yeah. So anything you want to put in, it will work. But of course, if you're striving to go with a kind of fine chop, sort of a rice substitute, um, you know, yeah, the like a fine grade would be best and jicama would be pretty nice because it's pretty yeah. water rich already. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't, I wouldn't even imagine you would need to wet chop 
jicama because it's right. there's so much water. But we've never used jicama in a nori wrap. That's a pretty good idea. I would imagine it tasting pretty good. Yeah, totally. And you could totally add like if you wanted a little bit of zing, you could add maybe a chunk of horseradish or just regular radish or parsnip or any root veggies, you could totally do wet chop as well. I have made um, sushi with golden beet mm. wet chopped and that was really cool because it's really nice and sweet. So the possibilities are really um, pretty wide open mm -hmm. for people. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Hey, you know, yesterday on the show, we had Lauren Burnick and she made carrot dogs. Did you do mm. that raw, you think? I have been thinking about this lately because I've seen a bunch of this going on, on social media because it's getting nice out. People are going for barbecues and stuff and they want an alternative. So I was thinking like, like we had talked about the frozen cauliflower, when you freeze harder vegetables like carrots, onion, cauliflower, celery, even it, when you thaw it, it gets really soft. So I was thinking we could probably freeze a whole carrot like this and then thaw it in a marinade in the dehydrator. And that would probably make a pretty delicious carrot dog raw. <laughs> That's neat. That would be fun. And what would a raw person use as a bun? Oh, good question. You know, honestly, I would probably make one of our wraps, probably the everything but the bagel wrap uh, in our hand salads ebook. We have a bunch of wrap recipes that you could totally make and then just roll it up kind of like a hot dog. That would probably, I'm like, now I want to make that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds so good. But yeah, otherwise for buns, you could probably use maybe um, like a portobello mushroom that you've dehydrated mm. a little bit to make like a bun. Um, also, I know you've had Daniel McKinnon on your show before. He has a recipe for like a hot dog bun and his moss corn dog too. Yeah, we've gosh. made his moss corn dog and it was really good. I I, I was going to suggest to have people go search him out. Uh, Daniel McKinnon or Enzyme333 on, on Instagram. I think it's Enzyme.333. But he's got some very unique uh, bread recipes that I feel are, that we've made ourselves, that I feel are pretty much the best raw breads that, that we've had. Yeah, totally. And he's got this really cool new one using green banana flour. So if somebody's looking for like alternatives as a raw vegan for like a flour product, it's basically just dried green bananas ground into a powder. And he has these buns with the green banana flour and they're so cool. It's such a really neat ingredient that we've never thought to use. Yeah, before. and then you're getting that beneficial resistant starch exactly. from the green banana. So really cool. That would be pretty fun to make a uh, a corn a corn dog or a, a you know uh, a carrot dog a carrot dog with, yeah. with some of the some of the bread like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. That'd Very fascinating. So let's see the wet chop technique, guys. Okay. So first, what we'll do is um, I'll cut up some of these vegetables. I've got a few things laid out here. We're going to make the hemp teriyaki sauce. So I'll blend that up real quick. Then we'll do the wet chop. And then I'm gonna make some sticky sauce that we'll spread onto the nori sheet, which kind of helps not only add some good flavor oh, yeah. to the mixture, but it helps stuff, helps the uh, the rice mixture stick to the nori. So I'm, I'm gonna be doing three different blends. So what I'll do is I'll grab the blender, put it up here. We'll get the teriyaki going right now. 
Cool. Awesome. Yeah. And while Nate is doing those, he'll like go through everything that he's doing too. Um, but in the meantime, while he's working and talking, I'm going to chop up some ingredients to go into our nori. So the nori that we're using, this is the Emerald Cove. It's an untoasted organic nori. So as raw vegans, we don't do the toasted nori. We do the untoasted the toasted one obviously has a little bit of a different flavor and it's a little bit easier to chew. The raw one is a little bit more rough to like, you have to give a good it's, bite. It's but, more like seaweed. Right. Yeah, yeah. But we like to cut it up into the little rounds of soap. Yeah. Not really find it. Much and different. now there have been a time or two where we could not find any untoasted nori and we have used toasted nori in the past, probably only about two times that I can remember. Um, so, you know, for those of who you know are tuning in, if you can't find it, it's not the end of the world. If you, mm -hmm. you know, can't find the untoasted, but you can't order the untoasted and, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a few companies that sell the untoasted for sure mm -hmm. on Amazon. There's lots of yeah. different ones, but that's what we're using for this. And Nate is going to make the hemp teriyaki. So we have the, the recipe of course is going to be in the description, but we're going to throw our dates in here. Um, and these are some delicious dates that we got from the farmer's market, some barhi dates. And we've got our, our hemp seed and, and garlic. Oh, look, Lissa pulled up the, <laughs> pulled up the uh, recipe for me. So it looks like five medjool dates. Now, we didn't weigh it out. The barhi are a much smaller date. So I think we had probably like 10. I know, or more. I actually counted three barhi dates for one, for one medjool. Because their medjools are so big. Yeah. So you kind of have to like gauge a little bit. Normally one, if you want to do weights, one medjool dates around 24, 25 grams. So mm -hmm. just for anyone who's yeah. interested in the weight. So that would be 125 grams yeah. worth of dates. Mm -hmm. So depending, I know there's like several different kinds of dates. Maybe you get a good deal like we did on those barhees and that's what you're using. They have a little different flavor, they're delicious. So anyways, then we have three tablespoons of hemp seeds and we like garlic, <laughs> so we're using three cloves of garlic. Only two in the recipe is called for, but if, if you're sensitive to garlic, you don't really have a lot of garlic, you know, start off with a half a clove or one clove, small clove, something like that. But I, I, I kind of, it'd be really cool to get together with you and Charles, AJ, and have you guys smell it. Do you eat a lot of garlic? AJ? I wouldn't say a lot, but I like it. I don't think it's okay. as much as I'm you. I'm wondering, like, how do we smell it? <laughs> yeah. well, come on over. Like, I got a guest room. I can smell you. No problem. Do we smell like garlic? Well, as long as you're both on the same page with the garlic, it's not a problem. Right. Yeah, totally. So then we have uh, two tablespoons of coconut aminos. Mm, that's what's going to give it that good teriyaki flavor. And you could use tamari or namashoyu, which is raw soy sauce, if you wanted to use those. But we like the coconut aminos. Mm. You can also get tamari koji, mm. which is we have the some. bacteria. We do have some, which is the bacteria that they use to ferment mm -hmm. miso. And we get that from a guy in um, LA uh, from Amazake Co. Yeah, Amazake so Co. So it's like kind of more of a specialty ingredient. That's why we, we're not using it here. Just something that you know, most people can get coconut aminos. Yep, so right. But if you're ever in the LA area, go to the farmers markets down there, uh, passing up the passing of the Torrance Farmers Market, mm -hmm. the Hollywood Farmers Market, and you'll find Amazaki Co there, and he's got some amazing products. So what we're going to do is we're going to add just a little bit of water, not a lot, just enough to kind of get it to spin properly and to get it to mix up. Okay, so I'll blend this up here. You probably need maybe a little bit more than. 
Yeah, so you'll want to start slow with the water because if you want a thick sauce, you want to use less water. If you want a thinner sauce, then add more water because that will determine how much sauce you get, how thin it is. So that's why I say start slow because you could always add water, but you can't take it away. So <laughs> right. start slow with that. Now we do have the BioChef blender here, but I'm not going to worry about taking the air out. And we actually heard a really sad story that they are closing down BioChef. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who's going to be there. It, I just heard today that Instant Pot is going out of business or went bankrupt. No way. Really? Yeah. And Instant Pot brands, it's it's also includes Pyrex. And as a rock person, you could use Pyrex. And isn't right. that crazy? That's crazy. Shutting yeah. down Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, my goodness. Bed Bath & Beyond is gone, too, right? Yep. They're shutting all their stores down. I just went there yesterday to replace our CO2 cartridge for our, you know, we like to do seltzer water. And they're like, yeah, we're the next blockbuster. <laughs> we're, we're shutting down all the stores. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's our teriyaki sauce. Hem teriyaki. Mm, that smells good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Love all the garlic. Yeah. Okay. Some in here. So this will be our dipping sauce. And yeah. the dipping sauce is, is so, it's such an integral part of the whole experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm just going to put the rest in this little dish over here. So we can have some for for more rolls. For bonus rolls. Yeah, re <laughs> the sauce refill bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would imagine Instapot or even the, the um, I know there's a company called Dynapro or I don't know if that's the actual company, but they make a vacuum blender. And I would imagine Instapot, somebody else is going to hop on it. They're going to figure out something because I've heard so many people talk about the Instapot that just can't, I can't see that being something that is non-existent from now on. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, I'm sure there'll be pressure cookers, but will there be an Instant Pot? You know, that, that for me, so, that started it all. Somebody, yeah, I'm fascinated that that's going out of business. We've got to talk to John Kohler. He'll know. <laughs> John will know. Yeah. And, you know, the Champion Juicer went out of business. That I had one of those since I was like 19 years old. What juicer? The champion juicer no longer. Right. Champion juicer. Yeah. It's fascinating how brands come and go. Yeah. And yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. So then this next one, I'm going to start filling this up a little bit of water now. All right. So we're going to do wet chop next, right? Yeah. Okay. So for the wet chop, the goal is to have enough water in the blender jug so that you can blend everything together. And I like to have it just over halfway full because then you still have space to put all the chunks of stuff in it, um, but it's not too full, so it's overflowing. So yeah, just over half, which is right now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then you also wanna chop the, uh, yeah, see, just over half. Yeah, just over half of water. Now what we'll do is I move the other ingredients off so I don't shake them all over the place here. <laughs> so we've got some ginger and we'll just kind of do a quick little peel 
just kind of cut off the, the peel here just a little bit. And it's, if you've got some good ginger, especially if it's like really fresh ginger, you know, just kind of giving the, uh, the root just a little scrub with a cloth or something or a little mint, uh, mint is fine because the skin won't hurt you. But I'm going to just cut that skin off. And while he is doing that, I am going to julienne some cucumber, some bell pepper, and I'm going to chop some green onions. We already have the or the purple cabbage that matches your shirt just perfectly. I, I love purple cabbage. Do you guys always prepare meals together? Not always. Not always. But we, we do often. Pretty frequently, but there'll be some days like... A lot of times I'll make the smoothie for us in the morning. Lissa's checking her emails and that kind of stuff. So that's pretty quick. Lunchtime, we'll, we'll do the tag team. Tag team, you know, like she'll make the dressing or vice versa. And, you know, one of us will do the chopping. Same with dinner. It does make it go a little bit quicker. But there are some times where, you know, one of us, either one of us might be a little busy doing something. So uh, the other one will take over the actual meal. Um, there are some times where we're just like, wow, we're really busy and we'll just have smoothies or a banana ice cream for a particular meal. Maybe we're not <laughs> feeling like making something, but uh, we try to get in the kitchen together, just take a break from work, put some music on and make it happen, have fun with it. So now what I'm doing with the zucchini is I'm going to help the blender just a little bit, just by chopping it up just a couple times. We don't need to go to town real hardcore chopping, dicing it really small, but this will help uh, the, the blend. Did we do the carrots first last time or did we do it all together? We did it all together. We did it? Okay. Yeah. It's been a minute since we've made the carrot zucchini, so I couldn't remember if we did those separate. And we've only done the carrot zucchini probably about, I don't know, maybe a handful of times. And it became kind of a new favorite, but <laughs> these past several months, we haven't been having many nori rolls. We've been doing more of the wraps. Wraps, yes. I just wrapped like six wraps this morning. So we're gonna be going on a trip this weekend. So right after this video, I'm gonna be blending up 14 wraps so that we can take them with us on our little camping vacation. So. It's a big day today. 14. Yeah, it's going to be good. 14 wraps. And it's going to be fun because we're going to put these wraps. We bought some extra large Ziploc bags. We measured them to make sure that the wrap uh, silicone tray and the dehydrator tray will fit in the bag. And we're just going to bring them with us in the truck because we're actually taking a trip um, up north to Wyoming here on Thursday. And... So it'll be neat to see how they do. I know they're gonna do fine because we've left the wraps on our kitchen table for when we first started making them, when we were writing the book, when Lisa was writing the book for 10 days and they still were amazing. 10 days later, just sitting out in the open on the table. What's in Wyoming? Um, well, we've got, go ahead. You can... Oh, we're going to uh, Yellowstone. So just to, just to show you guys, we've got most of the waters on the bottom. The zucchini and carrots are just kind of floating on top there. I should have probably done the carrots first now that I think about it. Just because it'll be a little easier for the, uh, the machine to get the carrots instead. But, okay, so this is where it comes in real quick, you guys. I'm gonna, I want to be able to see my buttons. So you won't be able to see the buttons. But the best thing to do is to just put it on high 
put it on high, we're just gonna pulse it. So if your blender doesn't have pulse, you'll just run it real quick, turn it off, run it real quick, turn it off, just to kind of get stuff, you know, shoved down into those blades real quick. So I'm gonna pulse this real quick. Ooh. I forgot to put the lid on. Any of you guys done that out there? Put, forget to put the lid on? Boy, it makes a mess. Oh my God, yes, when I was making salad dressing, it's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> One Four more hours, time. he was still finding poppy seeds. Oh, my gosh. Okay, there we go. So as you can see, that's it for the wet chop. Now, simple. it's simple. really nice with all that water in there because everything is able to um, get strained or, you know, not strained. I'm straining it now, but it just it works amazing. Mm -hmm. So there we go. We're, gonna, we're not going to do it all, obviously, because it's not going to all fit in there. So we'll just do a little at a time. And now what Lisa is doing now is taking a spoon and just kind of smashing it into the screen just to kind of help some of the moisture come out. Now we have taken this mixture and poured it into a nut milk bag, uh, like a mesh straining bag, and squeezed out as much water as we could. And it actually was better to do it this way than to put it through the nut milk bag because it's nice to have just a little bit of moisture. Uh, so... You know, if you yeah. don't have a strainer and you have the nut milk bag, it'll work perfect. Just don't really refund it too hard. Maybe leave a little bit of moisture in there. Of course, you don't want it dripping. Mm -hmm. And you could totally drink this water if you really want it. Right. That's good water. <laughs> it's zucchini ginger carrot water. Yep. For those of you who might want to, yeah. see, you know, zero waste. And that's structured water, right? Exactly. That's good water. So once you have enough of it blended off or squished off, I guess you should say. Then we like to put it into its own bowl. And then we could do more as well, but this should be good for now. Mm, it's gonna be delicious. All right. Okay, so then I'll get the next thing going. Oh yes, and now Nate is going to make the sticky date sauce. And this is what we're going to use. Oh, yes, the recipe. I'll get the recipe so I can read off the recipe for you. But like, you know, we said it's in the description below. But just so you see what I'm putting in here. So the sticky date sauce, we're going to throw a chunk of ginger in there. And I'm just going to chop this ginger up, just a couple chops, not anything real hard for it, but just to kind of help the blender up. And we're going to be putting in four medjool dates, or like Lisa said, it's 25 grams for one medjool, so 100 grams of dates. And then we also have, it's calling for one clove of garlic, garlic, but as you know, we like garlic, we have two <laughs> cloves. So total garlic in today's recipe that we're making that we're gonna share is five cloves of garlic, just to let you know how much we really like garlic. Now we have here, um, this is a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. And then we have here, our fresh squeezed orange juice. This is a cup of fresh squeezed oh, orange cup. juice. I'm sorry, quarter cup, thank you. <laughs> I read it, I just didn't compute. <laughs> it wasn't computing. Okay, so that's it. Now we're gonna add just a little bit of water to this, and this is gonna be our sticky sauce. Yeah, so like a quarter cup of water-ish. Because again, we don't want it to be too watery. We want it to be a nice thick paste because yeah. if it's too watery, then the nori gets like really hydrated and it's not that great. <laughs> thick paste. Okay, so I'm just gonna blend this real quick. I'm curious the water that, or the liquid that's 
I don't think they can hear me when the thunder's on. But you can hear me, guys, right? There's the sticky sauce. So, Lisa, the liquid from the drained vegetables, do you throw that out? Do you drink it? What do you do with it? Um, well, we normally do it over the sink, so it just goes down. But um, we could probably put it in a smoothie or in a dressing. It could be the liquid for a dressing. Let's you try. could totally save it. Let's try it real quick. <laughs> Mm, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Let me try. Mm -hmm. With that hint of ginger. I think since we have saved it, I know because a lot of times oh, wow, that's good. A lot of times <laughs> we do it just yeah over the over the sink. Yeah. Um, and it is best not to waste. It's best practice to drink that. Why not? Right? Yeah. Darn it, I, I put too much water in it. It's gonna <laughs> be okay. Still It'll still It'll be okay. Still be good. But yeah, really go slow in the water, you guys. Like maybe. Maybe even start off with like a table, just a tablespoon of water. Mm -hmm. I may have put two tablespoons in and it's not so much a paste, but it's going to be okay. Yeah, it'll still work. Mm -hmm. okay. So see, here we are, seasoned uh, raw food <laughs> chefs, and we still kind of, you know, have issues where we make some mistakes. You pass me the but, Yeah, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'd be great. What do you want to, okay. uh, do you want to have this? To spread it? Yes. Or you oh, no, got it? nice. Okay. Okay. Let's so try. this taste. Mm, it's really, <laughs> good. It's really good. Really good. Okay. So we are going to take one sheet of our untoasted nori. Just be gentle with it. Um, now, some people have asked, like, which side to use. I honestly don't even know. <laughs> I think this, I think it's, isn't it the shiny side is out? The shiny, the shiny side, side is out. out. Okay. Yep, and the lined side is in. That's always the way that I've done it. But you'd think the lined side would be out because you could see the lines to cut it really good. But yeah, yep. I, I, I could be wrong. I'm just making a guess here because the shiny. I think, is pretty I think the shiny side out is is good. But yeah, I know we could be wrong too. I know. Eh, it's all good. It's gonna be delicious. Can anyway. we see the line? Yeah, you can see the lines on the other side. Yeah. Yep. And it makes sense to have the shiny side out. The inside is it's like a little bit rougher, so the yeah. stuff would stick so a little better. A little better. Okay, so. I'm going to do this fairly quickly because once you put the, the paste on, the nori kind of starts to curl up because it's it's like rehydrating. So I try to do this, you know, fairly quickly. So you just need a little bit of sauce. You can always use this sauce on a salad. Like you can save the rest of it for the next day. Um, put it on a salad. Like it's really super delicious. So mm -hmm. I just use one of these like simple spatulas and I quickly paint the nori sheet yeah like the silicone brush we still haven't got a silicone brush we need to get one i think it'd be really nice for painting on sauces and stuff the, the spatula works fine yeah and it's silicone too so yep. yeah okay so right after that then you take your rice and i kind of like to squeeze a little bit more of the water out just to yep and like she's saying she's doing it pretty quickly because with that sauce on the untoasted nori it will start to kind of like contract and curl so you want to be uh you know um quick with it yeah and then she's just doing about um here maybe what i'll do is i'll grab the laptop oh and yeah bring it over here nice and close close up here all right so deal with the shaky here guys for a moment Look at that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just pressing this into the nori. It's, I don't know, like I would say maybe uh, an eighth of an inch ish, maybe a quarter inch in around there. 
So once I get that done, and I'm not going to do the top part because this is what's going to stick to itself. I'm going to use some cucumber and you can always chop it to fit. That's so good. A little purple cabbage. It'd be and you so don't want to overfill. <laughs> it'd be so cool if we had a, a, a foot button that we could push to switch camera angles. Right. And have a few cameras <laughs> set up. Okay, see how it's already starting to curl up a little bit? That's why you got to work fast. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do, now you can totally use a sushi mat, but I personally like doing this. You use the knife and I kind of put it underneath it. And then I just flip it over like that. Like it's a pretty non-traditional way of doing it. <laughs> and this is get a little wet here, but be gentle with it. Roll it nice. And there we go. We've got our first nori roll. Mm. Now, what I like to do is let it kind of sit for let it set like up. 30 seconds or so or a little bit of time. So I'm just going to put this aside and we will work on the second roll. Yeah, because it kind of sets up a little bit when you let it sit there for a few seconds. Mm -hmm. And it is easier to cut. Yeah, once it's sat for a little bit. Okay, so here we go. Another sheet. Gonna go nice and fast on this one. <laughs> Paint it up. You could even uh, wait to paint the top if you wanted to, but it's always an option. Okay, get some of this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can always use some of the leftovers on there too. Uh oh, is it getting dark on me? That's uh, probably just the. Um, angle the light oh, okay. okay can you see okay aj i can see perfect the camera close-ups are amazing okay good excellent excellent okay so we've got carrot you want to push it down really nice because that way it's like good and solid so we've got our... just like they do like the pros they have that special little spoon they smash the rice on mm -hmm. the sticky rice you put this is my favorite, the carrot zucchini. Um, you wouldn't think that it would taste as good as it does, but I don't know. For me, for my palate, I like this better than the cauliflower. Mm. And I feel like you can taste the nori even better too. I don't know. Like last time we had it, I was like, this is so good. It's so good. Okay. Then. You know, green onions? Oh, uh, that's for the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And you could totally put anything you want in here. They do sometimes rip. You just have to be really gentle. If they rip, you can just put it in your wrap. Exactly. Right. Or you know what I've actually seen other people do? Let's do that. Let's. I have seen this and I'm like, that's brilliant. You take another sheet and you paint it. Ooh. Right? like this and then right away you roll it again double nori it's a double nori and you could just like paint the the edge here just so it's nice and soft and sticks on itself 
but there you go. This one you'll have to uh, let wait for like maybe a minute or so, just so everything kind of like softens. Mm, but so good. yeah, there we go. Woo. <laughs> Do we want to get some more rice ready? It could totally. Okay. Well, hopefully that close up kind of helps. Yeah. Kind of get the idea of, of how the roll works. And of course, the biggest thing is just to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. So this is the first one that we did. So make sure your knife is super sharp. That's like one of the most helpful things mm -hmm. when you're making sushi is to have a really, really nice sharp. sharp knife. So it cuts right through really, really nicely. And take your time. You do not need to do this fast. And again, sometimes it's going to rip and that's okay. Sometimes we'll have one that totally rips and we just put it in a bowl and we have a, a sushi bowl. Sushi bowl. <laughs> yep. And it does take practice, that's for sure. Look at all that. Okay. Mm, beautiful. How long does it, once you make it, how long does it last? Oh, uh, we have actually had um, sushi like the next day. Um, we've also made it for parties before. Mm. We've made it for parties and taken it like maybe in the morning and then take it to the party at night. And people yeah. are just like, it's so good. Totally. But yeah, I would say like I would maybe say that, next day would probably be yeah, most. Like, I was going to say the same thing. Like you could prepare it up for lunch and then next day have it at lunch. But I personally would want to eat it no later than the very following day, if not that day. So there we go. Little quick sushi. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, what's fun with a nori roll or a nori wrap is you can put anything that you want inside. But so there we have one. And these are so light and refreshing. Um, I mean, before when I ate regular sushi, before I was vegan, you know, sushi was one of those things that you'd want to have like at least a few rolls to feel somewhat full. And now with these, it's nice to have, yeah, definitely. It's nice to have four or five rolls. Mm, so good. We'll do a little dip, the dip in the sauce, the butt ends. Mm -hmm. oh my mm. gosh i really wish that we could like share it with you so you can i know what it. are you gonna invent taste of vision i know i know right or at least oh my gosh. at least smell vision and then i like to top with a little bit of green onion oops <laughs> mm -hmm. just for decoration and very flavor. good and then we've got our our chopsticks where are they? And I also have some black sesame. Actually, this is from the uh, the everything bagel wrap. We have like this bowl of stuff. So there's like onion flakes and white and black sesame. So good. Mm -hmm. well, I'm glad we have lunch made. Yes. And we have wraps for dinner. I know. I love. I love doing the show with you, Chef AJ. Because I know because you always get you always get a meal out of it, don't you? Yeah, totally. And you know, like. We, we try to do something kind of fun for, for everybody because, you know, I mean, that's what that's what we want to do. Sure. And uh, 
Yes. So we've been having a lot of fun with the shows and having the different things to eat. So there we go. Look at that. Just fun, delicious. And, you know, like, what do we have in there? We've got carrots, zucchini, bell pepper, purple cabbage, some garlic, some green onions, some cucumber, dates, a little bit of sauces, some yeah. coconut aminos, some hemp seed. It's a very low fat meal. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as you can see, we have one more little batch of um, rice that we can use up so we can each have probably, I would say we're each going to get about three rolls today. So that's going to yeah. be nice. That's not necessarily, I don't feel enough um, caloric, calorically wise. Yeah. There's not a lot of calories in this. The sauce, of course, is going to be the most dense. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. We normally would, if we're going to make sushi, we either go all in and we have like six, six rolls each. each, like full rolls, we'll yeah. have six full rolls each, or we'll, like we'll a, make a little bit and have a side salad. Yeah, like a slaw of some sort. Uh, mm -hmm. ginger sesame ginger slaw you know utilizing the rest of the veggies that maybe we didn't utilize up that's what we've done before yeah yeah definitely so, but yeah there, there we go is. have some there it is carrot zucchini yeah, and teriyaki and as you can see too actually here i'll pull the camera down here as you can see to the wet chop it's it's um it's really quick really quick to do but there we go there's our sushi Wow. And it's not real sushi because, you know, of course, if we were to look at the definition of what sushi is, there's no fish in this. So that's why we like to call it a nori wrap or a nori roll. Because I know some people might be like, that is not sushi, which it isn't. <laughs> yeah. It's like every time I post my lunch, I say, hand a yam. They go, that's not a yam. It's a sweet potato. Oh. Right. I know. <laughs> can't win. Can't win. Yeah, you guys make right. everything, you make the food look so beautiful. Now, we didn't time that, but of course, if Liz and I were making this, um, it probably would be maybe just a little bit faster than what we did today because we wouldn't have measured stuff out and laid stuff out. So that's something that I always like to iterate is that it doesn't take long to yeah. make something really delicious. The thing is, is it, if you're not used to it, it can be something that's kind of daunting or overwhelming because... You have to read the recipe. You have to look in the cupboard and get the things. But when you already know what you need, it's it's fast. It's really fast. Something like this really should only take maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say like 15 to 20 minutes if you're really on point. You've made it before. But in the beginning, it's for one person, time. For, for one, one person, person to make yeah. it. Now, if Liz and I were both in here and we each had delegated ourselves the jobs and, and we're, we're going like, to the time. Focus. We probably could get this done in, in about 10 to 12 minutes mm -hmm. and that's clean up and ready to eat. You know, and of course, making it plated nice because we want to have good pictures <laughs> and be able to entice everyone out there peeking in and how delicious this food actually is. And thank you for that, Chef AJ, that you enjoy our presentation. We really, that's part of why we love doing what we're doing because we like to play with our food, right? Yeah. Like it should be fun. We love our food, so. And I do like the aspect, like when I first got together with Lissa, I didn't take a lot of pictures of my food and she was taking all Instagram eats first, right? <laughs> and it makes sense um, now. Of course, it didn't take me long to really understand that. And I've come to the point now, especially if it's plated up nice, it's nice to take a few extra moments to take a picture, you know, have some nice lighting. Of course, that's really important to make it pop. And just it, 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 it's paying homage to the farmers, 
and to the whole process of getting this amazing food right in front of us. Like what, where did this cucumber come from? You know, it was grown, it was picked, it was trucked. We went and bought it, we cut it up. So we just take a few extra moments just to look at the food, take a couple pictures before we devour it. Yeah, it's kind of like a an act of gratitude in a way. Yeah, like there we go. That's how I feel anyways. Yep. I like to- gratitude. With, with, it's not like you're. it's gonna get cold. <laughs> exactly. It's not going to get exactly. cold. It's going to be fine here. I mean, this realistically, this can this could be a party food. This could sit on your counter or on the bar when you have, you know, when you're uh, hosting a gathering or something. This stuff will be fine hours and hours later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Instagram eats first. <laughs> it sure does. Sometimes it's Instagram, YouTube, and both horizontal and vertical. Right. <laughs> they all eat first. We gotta get back <laughs> on doing the Snapchat thing because we were filming everything in Snapchat. Yeah, right. And putting that to you, uh, um, uh, Instagram. All things. I know. And of course, the whole goal, really, like our whole message and mission is just to inspire more people to eat more fresh fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Right? That's the whole thing. And of course, what better way to do that than to take a picture of how delicious it could actually be because mm. we eat with our eyes, right? Yeah. You know, I just noticed you have quite a few pineapples behind you. Oh, yes. So <laughs> we go to the produce wholesale terminal in L.A. every once in a while, maybe a few times a year. And we learned how to do this with our buddy John Kohler. He's taught us the ways. <laughs> and we were just down there visiting one of Lissa's friends. And so we stopped by the terminal and we got this beautiful case of pineapples, which these pineapples, look at these things. I mean, these are the, this is the kind of color you want when you're looking for a pineapple. So we got a whole case of seven of them. How much did we pay? $14. So they were $2 a piece. So it's not like, like an outlandishly screaming deal. But for some people that is, right? Like when I was in Canada, it would be like $9 for Right. Now we're really fortunate where we're at here in Vegas. We can get a a whole pineapple, sometimes bigger than this for $2.50. I have seen them for $1.99 before, uh, but they're not ripe like this. This is a really ripe pineapple. (laughs) We actually, we had seven, so we have five left. We've eaten two. And like I said, we're taking a trip pretty soon. So these are going to be kind of fun to bring with us. But I know something about a pineapple. Isn't a pineapple the coolest thing? Yep. <laughs> They're so awesome. Oh, but yeah. There it was. There it was. Episode six. This is the sixth and final. Well, we won't say final. Yes. No, only okay. final because I talked to the network executives and they uh, they would like to renew your contract for oh, I was hoping the network would, would approve another round because, you know, this is fun. It's fun. Yeah, to we love having you guys. We learn so much and people love raw food. Even if they don't eat it exclusively, there's so many tips and tricks and te- techniques that you teach us. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, that's the whole point, right? It's not about 100% raw. It's yeah. about adding more raw. Just so when you find ways there. to enjoy more. Yeah. Right. And if, you know, if you don't eat a lot of raw food, if you do eat, say, a good meal of raw food, or maybe you eat a lot of raw food one day, it, it can be a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. if you're not used to eating such high fiber meals. So, you know, for those who are tuning in and this does look good, just start slow because, mm-hmm. you know, I know some people are like, I had raw food. I ate like you guys and I was on the bath. I was in the toilet for, for two days straight. And, you know, of course, that's that's the sign that goes to show that they need to eat a bit more raw food. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going slow, adding more. And yeah, we're just so blessed to um, be connected with you, call you friends. Yes. And it's just, it's so fun. And I opening up your, <laughs> your page and platform for us to, 
to hop on and you do amazing work, Chef AJ. We oh, love you and everything. Thank you. you. Right back at you. And anytime you make it so fun and accessible and entertaining and delicious, actually, too. Oh, thank you. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> and guys, if you haven't tried her wraps, you've got to get that wrap book. And oh I, I haven't made my first one, but I at least bought the special trays you need for the dehydrator. And I saw Tammy Cranker do it. So I, I cannot wait to make the first wrap. These wraps honestly have completely changed the game for us. When we go travel, say we're going to LA, we used to, and we still will make a salad on our tailgate at a park. But having a wrap is so amazing because look, this is good for days and it's just like takeout, right? You open it up, maybe you have a squeezed bottle of some special sauce and look at there, it stays fresh and delicious for days. This is a game changer. I, that's some, so I, we already have dinner. We have dinner ready. Yeah, dinner's ready. <laughs> you have revolutionized the wrapping world. Mm, definitely. She has. Well, thank you so much. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time for Rewind Your Body Clock with Janie Goddard, special guest, Dr. Frank Sabatino, discussing weight gain, chronic fatigue, exhaustion, hormonal health, and the effects of sleep deprivation, which you don't have any of those, <laughs> right? No. We're, we've got stuff we're working on, but That's right. <laughs> what we need help with is uh, a stricter routine of resistance training. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that is a hard one. Well, thanks, guys. And maybe we'll see a, a carrot dog next time. Recording. Oh, yes. Right. Oh, so. carrot dogs. Maybe so. Good idea. All <laughs> right, Bye, guys. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching.